Oh, yeah, I'm loaded. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Dame DeLorean. Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. So Sobe, Boo Berry, Freak of Hazard, Mothman and the Mini-Ocalypse, and the Horror of Yig. We want to get real technical. Oh, shit, yes. And I'll fight you. Come to my fucking door. And I'll fight And I'll fight you. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? Ta-ta-ta, they're returning. I can feel the fucking evil. Listen, we may be a little high. I mean, late. Oh, the bowl after bowl guy? Spencer just says the fun stuff. Bowl, bowl after bowl. Bowls and butts and bowls and bowls. Oh, shit. It's a bowls and buds and buds and bowls on a Friday night. Extra special. First bud in the bowl for 2024. Literally. Literally in the bowl, in the flesh. We got a good one for you. It is January 12th, 2024. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us is the magical mystery Booberry. Oh, man. Mind if I do a J? What up? How's it going? How's it going? L- quite literally in the bowl. Hell yes. He's in the bowl. We made it. We did it. We took the series. Oh, it was so, it was, it's been nothing but serious business since we got down here. (laughs) It's been a fucking intervention. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a fucking spiritual cleanse. With more to come. Just to be able to sit down, really, that was the first thing. We had to be able to sit down. Yeah, the bowl has changed a whole heck of a lot since Cotton, Gin, and Lavish were here. Yeah. And since Homegrown Hits yesterday. I think that uh, my desk is the only thing that hasn't moved right now. Yep. Yep. That's how it's going. So uh, for those new to the format, Bowls with Butts, it's just another episode of Bowl After Bowl, but sporadically, whenever we can schedule them, we get a bud, we pop them into the bowl with us, and we spark it up. And uh, this one happens to be one of the fun in-person ones. Because your boy Booberry made the trip down from the Minneapolis to kind of help us totally redo the studio space and make it more functional, more useful, and overall just more bearable. Oh yeah, get that feng shui going. Get Hell the flow. Yeah. Uh, you ended up coming early. <laughs> Heyo. Which I surprised me. <laughs> that was not the reputation you had... Kind of uh, garnered I'm the two over the pump time. chump. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, early arrival. I did still have time to get the dead mouse out of here. Oh, <laughs> and most of the worst of the shit. <laughs> but I, I had expected to do a lot more uh, pre lubrication of the job. Yeah, to make it go down a little easier. The uh, so I was originally intending to show up today. I was going to leave about nine, eight nine this morning, uh, but with the inclement weather inbounds, made the decision to leave last night right after the shop holiday party. 
and left Rose probably 7.15, 7.30 and drove seven hours down, give or take. Only about 45 minutes in delay with the weather. Hell yeah. Not horrible. No, not at all. Two whiteouts, you said, Mm -hmm. along the way? Yep. So, just take it easy. Try and find the lines in the road and (laughs) go for it, you know? There you go. I did see a semi-tipped. Oh, like shit. on its side in a ditch. I was like, fuck. A lot of a lot of safety hazard lights on and shit like that. Yeah. Some blinky travelers. It is currently 10 degrees out there. Ooh. Gross. That's cold. cold. Wind chill warning. Wind chill warning. Warning. <laughs> Wind chill warning. So cold as to be almost reptilian. Red alert. Red alert. Red alert. There is a gay guy. Gay alert. Gay alert. Red alert. All systems uh, go. Red alert. Defense is at maximum. Warning. 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 Oh, man. This is a gay guy right here. Right here. Right here. alerting you. Oh wait, there is a gay guy. Oh man. Oh my god. Oh my wow. So you pull in at like 2.45 mm-hmm. and we kind of like get your shit in which you packed minimally. Yep. Two bags and a guitar for the most part. And we're kind of spitballing, all right, so what's the game plan for tomorrow? And I'm kind of like talking it out in this imaginary way of like, (laughs) well, I'm thinking this and this, and here's what I've got going on down there. As if there's any words that could maybe describe (laughs) what you found (laughs) when that door opened. What, what, uh, what, What was your first thoughts when the door opened? Um... Honestly, it took me back to uh, getting a friend of mine's house cleaned out. Her or his grandmother had passed away, and she lived in the house for her entire life. The father grew up in that house. My friend, her grandson, grew up in that house. And by the end of her life, I mean, it was just piles of stuff yeah. throughout the entirety of the house. Um, so, quite frankly, it was a situation that I... Very intimately familiar with. We haven't even been here seven years, man. You're talking about like <laughs> 60 old lady years. Now just tell me where the massive stash of porno magazines are from the oh, 1960s and 70s. That's going to be upstairs in the closet, actually. I can bring those down later if you want. Oh, wow. Yeah. In we the could, treasure trunk. We could get into them. I definitely got my birth month and Lorian's birth month. Oh, that's fun. Of the Playboys. That's a good idea. I found them at an estate sale. Nice. For super cheap. Yeah. Like everything else in the piles. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't have, I can Kidding. quit. <laughs> Boober, I can quit anytime I want. But yeah, I mean, realistically, it's just a lot of stuff that needs a container or some capacity. That's yeah. kind of the the brunt of it. And another thing about it is I've got a, I've had like a few miscellaneous storage situations and bags and like, what I was doing was pulling everything out of those, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It was, like, the worst possible time <laughs> to, go, to go in and, 
and and join in. Well, because you were just pulling everything out and piling it up, trying to uh, even see what all is here. Yeah. And that's when Blueberry showed up. I agree. <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, last night at 3.30 or whatever it was, we were like, we should just jump straight into it. Fuck it. <laughs> so we ended up getting a jump start, worked for... Fuck, it was almost 5 o'clock before we stopped. Oh, yeah, I think it was yeah. past 5. It was like 5.15. Mm-hmm. Yep. You were like, fuck it, we're here to go balls to the wall. Yep. Are which, we here, are we here to work? Which was greatly appreciated, <laughs> man. Like, I don't know. I think I've had the biggest issue over time. Like, one of my biggest weaknesses is, like, knowing when I have to ask for help, you know, or just being like, hey, I need some assistance, you know? It's not easy for me to do. Well, I know that we had kind of discussed doing the show first and kind of feel it out. You know, we could yeah. sort of game plan what y'all were wanting to see in here. Um, but with there being three shows plus the Sunday hyperspace out. Yeah. It just kind of made sense to get it to a position where we could, you know, not feel like we're slammed into a corner. You know what I'm saying? Um kind of have just be a comfortable space and i mean really at this point it's just finding some containers and putting away what's here getting some labels on it and um and chucking all the old power cables that don't go to anything out yeah (laughs) i get so much old fucking electronics like i should get rid of all of my thumb drives that are four gigs or less you know (laughs) that'd probably be a dozen thumb drives i got like some 512s i've got like shit like that um but yeah we got one corner for the electric drum set and guitars and then command centrals in the other corner and there's going to be some couches and uh this little hexagon glass coffee table on the other side it's gonna i think it's really gonna fucking open up once we get this uh main table the fold-up table it's kind of the collection area going through and sorting stuff yeah. The problem table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you were suggesting, Lorian's been talking about a sleeper sofa down here, but you had suggested, what about just some armchairs or something like more eclectic? Yeah. So, and this is something that uh, a friend of mine, he's got Chuck's Pub set up in his garage, and it's that maximalist pub style. So it's just, you know, pictures all up the walls. He's got horror decorations everywhere. And he got into this thing where he would just go around and find orphan chairs at various uh, thrift stores, pawn shops, whatever. And he would find these unique chairs and, and he'd just tell people, sit down, try a chair out. When you're ready, move on to a different chair. It's a different experience. And you know, he'd sit there and like discuss how the chair feels, what you like, what you don't like. And I think with the bowls style... That might be more practical than a sleeper, but I mean, at I the same point, you know, there's probably love seats that have like a sleeper built into it in some capacity. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those really narrow ones. We can sneak one in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lorian's ready for this <laughs> pull-out sofa. I am. Ah, you know the difference between me and that pull-out sofa? You leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a button for that. There's a button. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm already so grateful that Booberry and Spencer combined got my Roadcaster plugged in to the Motu so I can use it during bowl after bowl. Yeah, that's ultra clean. Now, yeah. you've, now you've got drops too. That's right. It's and the blood of some people, but the people want drugs. And now I'm a wizard. <laughs> I mean, the theme of my drops are all homegrown flavor. But that's all right. Yeah. We'll expand. I can make a bowl after bowl tab on the Roadcaster. Ooh, this is accurate. My, my weedy uh, ISOs on there. Like all the buffy ones you never play for me. <gasps> you have buffy ISOs? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. How many tabs of bowl after bowl are you on, my dude? <laughs> 33 Oh there you go I need to figure out the bell Button The bell I kind of grabbed it out of the pile and plugged it in Just for this yeah, doing this I would, thing I right would now, screw but. that shit straight down man Yeah Fuck it. it definitely has to be screwed down somewhere Into the desk Strap it down Put it right here like a panic oh. alarm yeah. Under my desk I use it all the time for teaching all the time. Is that good positive reinforcement for the students? Yep. Yeah. It's the sound of a bug being solved. It's the mm. point of like if they get like a question right and the bell doesn't ding, they like feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> it feels bad, man. It's like a lack of bell feeling. They're like, <laughs> want to make it ding. Oh, I just want to ring the bell. Uh, you can ring our bell. If you want to chat with the boobles at 816-607-3663, the voicemail is available. And uh, fuck, we might open the lines later on. I don't know. I don't know yet. Oh, shit. I don't know yet. We have plenty of cigarettes. Oh, fuck. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. This might be one of the most taboo things I've done in recent memory. <laughs> and thanks, uh, courtesy of Fish Tank. Yes. We have been smoking down in the bowl. And let me just tell you, this has been a long-standing dream of mine. <laughs> to be able to do a show and smoke a motherfucking cigarette. Hell yeah. We're happy to oblige. <laughs> it's, for for those of y'all that don't smoke, you know, I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. But it just feels... So taboo, but yet so goddamn good. It's like <laughs> it's like filthy yet comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're old enough to remember smoking sections, yeah, in buildings when people like at restaurants they'd say, "Do you want smoking or non-smoking?" Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> you just catch the waft of it, of it as you roll by. Yeah. Yeah. You say non-smoking, but if it's all smoking, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's less smoking. Less direct. I want the smell without the contact high. When I think pancakes, I think ash and cigarette uh, ashtrays. Yeah, last time last time I was indoors smoking cigarettes, it would have been college. It would have been some old lady's house. <laughs> she lived there her whole life. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for uh, lending the extra shoulder and also being, like, able to handle my bullshit. Absolutely, man. <laughs> we got to get this. We got to get it up to snuff to make this a touring venue for Hell people yeah. to stop by. Totally, yeah. If you have, like, a 
V for V like stop through. It would be so sick to have like a downtown venue we could collaborate with plus a promo show here, you know? Mm-hmm. And like maybe a live set over there on all the instruments. Like, yeah, it takes me back to when we had Chris Vox here. Definitely. And he was just squeezed in with his guitar. <laughs> it's just kind of crazy to tell people at like the KC Bitcoin meetups that it's more convenient for me if they get a mic <laughs> and, uh, you know, set up at their place. I'll call you <laughs> and then call in than it is for them to like, just come over here and be on the show. Like that's fucking bullshit, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're going to change all that. We're changing that. It's already changed. Mm hmm. Cause Booberry's in and we still have three potential extra mics that we could jack in without changing anything already. Yep. It'd be easy. I mean, you could do the same deal with a roadcaster, but just have another submix for the band. So then you have your, you know, you have your podcast set up, but then off to your left hand side, closer to the band shit, you have your like something like that Behringer or whatever. Yeah, I would like to maybe try to pawn the Behringer, just get rid mm-hmm. of it, and and get something a little more with the times. Yeah, that thing was bought used at Music Go Around like <laughs> at least eleven years ago. Yeah, before the first iteration of Bull After Bull. Yeah, so the old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be, I can tell you that. <laughs> but it's a new year, so it's a new bull. That's the goal. Goal is the new bull. Uh, why don't you tell us, Booberry, since we haven't talked to you directly since then, although we've talked several times, but tell us a little bit about what the Ainsley Costello live launch was like, and then kind of like what momentum has come out of that and where you see this going for the rest of the year? Cause I know that that was just a seed that's already sprouting and germinating. Uh, right out the gate, I would label it as highly successful. Um, what the situation was, if you, um, are just now catching it back in, it was the 20th and 21st of December there was two artists that came to the Miniocalypse, Ainsley Costello and Just Loud. And there was two performances over those days. Ainsley was at a Bitcoin meetup holiday party at a venue called O'Shaughnessy's and uh, the Miniocalypse. And it was just her there that night. And uh, Jim Costello and Julie Costello had been working, talking with them. Um, and basically we were just going to show up and provide tech assistance to whatever capacity that they needed. And, um, they ended up getting some lights rented through the company that I work for. So we loaded all that up into Frankie paints truck. Frankie paint was out there with me, uh, was the lighting designer for that. And, uh, yeah, we just got to the venue and dumped everything and got it set up and, I mean, it was a, it was it was really one of the coolest shows I have done in recent memory, and it's taken a long while to get excited about doing a live performance. That's not the podcast side of stuff. I'm talking like an actual show, just yeah. because you know it's like oh yeah, uh, yeah, name an artist, pick somebody. Um. But yeah, it was two two lighting booms and the four piece band, and we had a front of house position that we dropped right there in the middle of the room, and we live streamed it. 
I forget how many sats came in. I want to say it was about 7 million sats were boosted in that night. Yeah, the, I think the grand total for both nights was like 11 and a half or something. Or might have been more than that. I think it's. I think they increased. Um, there, oops. That That's what's a, uh, killer too, is the idea that it doesn't stop that night. You know, you can go back to it at any time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so I'm looking at somebody shooping our... <laughs> Shooping our Mary Kate Ultra, Mary Kate Ultra, <laughs> shooping us up. <laughs> uh, no, what's cool is that there's no sunset on the time a venue and an artist have to kind of collaborate and make money on their events now. Like it doesn't. It used to be you got a six hour window. Good luck. Do what you can, kid. You know. Right. And I've I've managed a little hole in the wall music venue before. It's tough, man. <laughs> Like, it's tough to make the magic happen in that little window, especially during the week, you know, like on a weekday. And, you know, that once that show's done, it's done. Yep. There, there ain't mm-hmm. no going back and checking it out. That's right. So you can't... The nice thing about Value for Value is you get all the layers of it. So you get, uh, you get promotion. So when that band comes back again, the venue can re-promote their last show. People can watch the last show and come to the next show. And it also opens that support window up. So it's not only just that people can boost it forever, but people also have that uh, discovery that everybody's always chuffing to get, you know? Like, the discovery's possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, that, that first night, I, I was already over the moon. I was so happy for Ainsley. <laughs> um, they were gracious enough to include both myself and Frankie Paint in on the split. And that was a perfect use case example of you don't need no fucking exchange. You don't need to go do fuck all to to buy Bitcoin. You can find situations where you can work and in return receive something of value for your time, which in this case was the split. And uh, I just got a chance to um, sit down with them after the show and told Frankie to pull out the wallet and, you know, how's it looking? And boom, there's the first sats ever. Sick. Nice. Yeah. That's the greatest way to onboard is to just receive the sats, you know? Mm-hmm. I hate it when uh, the advice to get your first Bitcoin is like, oh, we'll go and spend money and go to this exchange, you know? Have you heard of an ETF? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Not a Bitcoin. Um, but, yeah. If you're an artist or a podcaster or a whatever, or if you're a vendor, like you can hawk wares for Bitcoin. Like, I think that's the best way to get your first sats and get your toes wet. You know, it's just like, oh, you can pay me in this other way too. And now I'm in. Oh, yeah. Then you don't have to spend bullshit, tell people your ID, uh, really make any kind of big risk moves. You know, you can just try it out. The, uh, the second night, was First Avenue 7th Street Entry. And that was both Ainsley and, and another artist, Just Loud. And we had had them both on BTS for an interview. And again, I mean, that was just another jaw-dropping moment to not only witness, but to help facilitate in the capacities that you could. For that day, we were more hands-off tech-wise just because... Those uh, the the venue had their own audio, had their own 
um, lighting console. Frankie Paint did end up getting um, on the lighting console and ran lights for Ainsley and kind of set a look for uh, Just Loud. But um, they also had uh, Brian running the video switcher. He had four cameras, sorry, three cameras set up with the pan, tilt, zoom, RoboCam. Um, I was able to go there a couple, I was probably a week out, week and a half and some change. Went out there and helped some tech, the network issues that he had going down with his camera. So we were able to get that um, stage right shot, <laughs> get that one working. Nice. And um, yeah, I mean, they just, they knocked it out of the park. And um, I'd say maybe one of the shortcomings is that it's not even a shortcoming per se, but probably the people that were the least read in on what was happening was probably the audience there in person. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Because a lot of them were guests and whatnot invited from the the meetup and whatnot. Sure. Um but I think given enough time, they, you start booking more shows like this. You get people more open to the idea. I think he would. And I know there was people like uh, um, Aaron Rose was there. I met him, got a chance to hang out with him for uh, a hot minute. Uh, Eric PP was there streaming sats in person. Nice. Uh, I was able to get a couple of boosts in. And uh, yeah, I'm, what I really am hoping is that the people that had helped facilitate that first Avenue show will continue to do this. And it, it certainly seems like that is their intentions and to see first Avenue, the venue be turned into an RSS feed is just, I mean, that's, that is a winning solution. Totally. You, you got the, the archival itch scratched. You have the, Get your music out there, itch scratched. Yep. You have facilitating that pipeline between the person listening and the person producing the music. I mean, just all around. It's it's so baller. Um so I, I guess looking forward to the rest of the year, and Lavish and I have been discussing it pretty openly on BTS, and I'm yes. <laughs> I'm hoping that just talking about it constantly out in the open will be the sort of grease that we need to set the intention going forward to, to feel it with magic to make it happen. Um, mm. At minimum, I'm hoping to see one show happen that for you know, what we're really, what me and Frankie Payne have been working on, what I've been talking with lavish and make heroism on, um, we are hoping to get a lighting package sourced and driven down to Nashville during the Bitcoin conference. The hope is that they are able to book a stage for Ainsley to do a performance uh, during the Epic Ass Grab meetup. Ooh. Yeah. That would be so sick. And um, I haven't heard much on that, but at the same point, they the Ainsley's team said that, you know, they would definitely consider looking elsewhere in town if they weren't able to find something. Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the ass grab. 
at the end of July, there's going to be a fuck ton of people hanging out in Nashville, not necessarily because of the Bitcoin meetup that's happening or the Bitcoin conference. But um, that is certainly the draw for quite a few people. Necessarily because it's your birthday. Ah, uh, yes. It will be my 33rd birthday. Mm-hmm. Magic number birthday. Yep. We know those go well. Uh, both me and Lavish turned 33 this year. Hell yeah. Hey. I heard about that too. I heard some teases on the BTSs. So. Some teasy boys out there. That'll be another, uh, hopefully we can get another show done out there. That would be sick for uh, Lavish's. I think he was telling me if we don't miss a show, then um, going to be the two honey, the two honey. Nice. That's what's oh, yeah. up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mine, uh, the Uranus trip wound up being two fifty on the dot. That's right. And we didn't, <laughs> it's just like the numbers work, man. Mm-hmm. The numbers mm-hmm. work. I just let them work. I don't fuck with them at all. Like the universe has just been lining things up. Uh, similarly, right when you pulled in, I had the bowl stream just going because homegrown hits was going. And then when Lorian killed the stream, I just left it on because I have just set up a video stream server with owncast. Mm. So I've mm-hmm. said that I want to work some video stuff in eventually. And just to test it out, I was just video in some of my 3d prints I was running. And then that was, a uh, a little bit unclear when the, it was just 3D printing with no sound, you know? People are like, are, is there supposed to be sound? So I was like, yeah, I guess so. So I put the bowl stream on. And when you pulled into the driveway, it was the outro music for the Bowls with Buds that just wrapped up of Mary Kate Ultra and Make Heroism, episode 260 on your birthday earlier this year. Oh, yeah. So you had like hopped in there for like 30, 40 minutes on that episode. The bowl stream always knows exactly what to play. It's wild how many times that I'll flip over to that and it'll just be like a relevant uh, episode. Yep. Like they played, uh, the stream played Micah Rock and Roll's first Bulls with Buds the night before his second appearance. Yeah. Nice. When I took over for the stream, it was on that. Wild. Just decides to work with us, you know? Like I could ever make that much effort to make it line up correctly. <laughs> What do I look like, a Sir Ryan Bimrose or something? <laughs> <laughs> that is something something that we introduced uh, not too long ago. We we've been making intermission mixes for fucking ever. Yep. Uh, probably like episode thirty ish, somewhere in that range, thirty five. We started making a produced MP3 file, and uh, a couple of weeks back. Finally got something shoved up in my ass far enough. I was like, fuck, we should just start putting these on the BTS stream. Sure. Uploaded a fuck ton. Yep. And it was like a radio station in a box. It was so, I think it goes a couple of days now at this point. Tight. Yeah, I can't remember the uh, length of my Bulls with Buds playlist right now, but it's nice. Yeah, I like coming onto your stream on off hours and just hearing like some recent ones, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I wish we could, I don't know how we would do it, but I would like to get the uh, value time splits recognized. That That is one kind of problematic thing with with the newer intermissions, at least. Um, is it problematic? Well, we're going to get taken off the air. Oh, shit. 
shit. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Not good. Mm. Red alert. Red, Red alert. Alert. <laughs> Red alert. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely been inspired by watching the fish tank stuff and just kind of thinking through my head how many of my hobbies it would be interesting to document and put out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've often teased a chicken coop cam chicken or like a treat cam. dispenser or something. Yep. I would love boostable treats on the chicken coop. I would love uh, I would love to video up the smoker. Well, I mean, the the boostable treats, that's got to be pretty easy. You just need to find something that's IR cacophony, but a MIDI trigger instead. And just that one amount fires a signal. Yep. Tells the feeder to open. Yeah, I, I think it'd be... I think yeah. even... I think it's a lot more attainable. I think even more uh, thread in the needle for me would be... To figure out the wallet Ellen Bits bullshit finally, and then just have a dedicated wallet to that. And then you could just boost straight up the chickens for any amount. You mm-hmm. wouldn't have to like mm-hmm. get the amount right. Yeah. You would just, hey, boost anything to this, then it's still value for value. And uh, maybe there's some different fun interactive numbers. That's another thing that is probably further down the line. This isn't like a this weekend thing. Right. I promise. <laughs> but. I would love to have like a light controller and have different scenes set, you know? So like you could boost us into black light mode or you could boost <laughs> the you could boost the disco ball on or some shit like that, you know, like Oh yeah. Private lighting orgies. Exactly. exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's uh it's the future of online entertainment. Oh, oh. Don't you want to see me naked? And then when you're not on any platforms, then you can't get kicked off all the platforms. All right. How can how can you be the how can you get kicked off when you are the platform? <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm the platform now. <laughs> now that owncast stuff, uh, we've been looking at at that forever. It We're ended just... up being easy peasy. It was, it's basically the video equivalent of Azuracast in terms of I just Installed it in the Linode marketplace. With, I guess with a click. If if you had a fuck ton of people tuning into it, how do you think that would? I have no idea yet. I have no idea yet. I don't know if they like charge you by usage. I or... think that's a great problem to eventually have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in so theory, then... you should be able to take that owncast link and pop it into an RSS uh, alternate enclosure and host it. And... Yeah. Then you got a boostable video streaming app. Uh, an, another thing I was thinking about, or testing out anyway, was Nostr streaming. Yeah. That's definitely an untapped potential, and there's usually not a lot of people over there anyway uh, that will hop on, but they're, the people that do hop on are interactive, just like Podcasting 2.0, like uh, adjacent people or influence people like ourselves. You know, so- I just... I I can empathize with the appeal of Noster, mm-hmm. but I feel no excitement personally. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's very stagnant, but I think 
like a lot of my complaints with Noster, Noster people have with P20. Mm. It's just like a different niche in a different. My real dream over the next year is that these two lava lamps bubbles that we have called Noster and called Podcasting 2.0, which are like totally separate right now, but kind of bumping into each other, just kind of do a one big bump and merge into a big kind of wax glob. Mm. Because I don't think it's untenable. Our goals are pretty much all the same. There are just a couple of protocol differences that aren't solved now, today. But we'll, I think on a long enough timeline, they'll be figured out and ironed out. So that's kind of why I still want to put my stuff over there. And I haven't stopped like posting the weekly show over there. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely game to give it another college try and... Um... You know, I don't. I'm not a hater on it by any means. I just sure it's it's, just, it's taken so long to get to a point where I'm comfortable with the RSS feeds that I I don't know if I have it in me to get deeply invested to have more than just a tertiary knowledge of how things are working. Yeah. Um, well, the beauty of it is I don't think you have to. It's basically like another tweet. You know, and another two. That's that's my workflow with Nostra. But I'm, I'm talking about like just the capabilities that you that, that like you, you got uh, Obla News mm. through Noster, which is like a, a newsletter type of or a blog post type thing. Sure. You know, there's a excuse me. <coughs> there's a just a whole bevy of tools, right? A whole slew of new things to try, and it's like. Do I stay on task where I know that I can be more effective working with the things that I've already got the couple of years experience with? Or do I try fucking around with something that's a little fresher, a little newer? Well, and my, uh, my, my dream wish, I guess, or my wish list item for that is Noster devs recognizing the low hanging fruit of bringing RSS feeds into Noster so that an RSS content creator who just works in RSS already Mm -hmm. can change nothing and Noster can surface all that shit on their own, you know? Like, I think that there's a lot of potential there and it can be done. Maybe there's a relay or two relays that are just kind of like podcast-focused and you could have a a whole-ass podcast network with accounts on there just, you know, publishing what's what you're already pushing to your RSS that you have to do nothing. And I think that Nostra has a great potential for that because that's what's going on with Moster, the Mastodon Noster bridge that Alex Gleason made. So like now you can find my no agenda social profile over on Noster and the handle is just a fucking long hash. It's like ridiculous. So it's a pain in the ass to tag that account on, on Mastodon, <laughs> but it does let Noster people see my toots and it also lets Noster people boost or they call it zaps over there zap my toots as long as the only thing I have to do is on Mastodon put one thing in your profile that uh, what the fuck ever they call it LN something I can't oh, I know what you're talking about yeah I think I got you that you just put your uh, lightning address put a valid lightning address in as your LUD something fuck let me look it up I don't have to sound quite as retarded, maybe. LUD 16. Mm. So like, you know, in profile, you can edit and put four key value pairs in there. Like I've got 
website, leave a text or voicemail, send nudes, and my LUD16 is my Alby wallet, because why not? But anyway, that account is something I didn't do anything to. I didn't lift a finger. And there's some pros and cons there. Obviously, the pro is that I didn't have to do shit. The con, though, is I don't have access to that public-private key pair, you know? Whatever Alex uh, Gleason built, it just has that public-private key. So I, I can't, like, log in as that account and change anything. Right. It's just a bot over there that exists, and it just, like, sees my mastodon and keeps posting the shit that I post. Which makes it really weird when I'm posting the show. Because then I'm posting from my actual Noster account that I set up. And seeing on the timeline my Mastodon account also posting pretty much the same shit. And then with Dave Jones getting the podcast index entries to show up as accounts on the Fediverse, it's a third place yep. that'll show up. Yeah. Well, what do we need on the internet? More posts. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're I'm just, gonna, I'm we're just trying to provide... <laughs> there you go. More posts. Post after post. That's discoverability, right? Just oh, post fuck. it again. You're going to make me post. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a post. I'd do one. Oh. Yeah. Fucking incredible. So, uh, on Tuesday, we teased that what we would be doing is a show with you for Bowls with Buds as the before. Mm-hmm. And then we'd attack this and make it into the after. But we're already into the early stages of after, I would say. Like, between last night and today, what we've done in this space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we. it's cool because, like, when you start tackling an area, you get it to fall in line, get it to behave the way that you want. It really started with your uh, network setup for all of the nodes that you got running. Yeah. You know, getting the the UPS uh, untangled, getting it kind of put into the corner so you know that nothing else is going to be going on around it. You get that moved over. Electric drum set can take over where that rack, the makeshift rack, now used to live. Now you got a little more floor space. Start moving stuff around. And I mean, once you just start zipping up things here and there, it all sort of starts to fall into place and... I mean, there was a point where I was like, shit, we just got a vacuum right here and then push the chairs in and it's really going to open up the, the rest of the room. Yeah. And it has. Yep, you were right. Now I've got a choice of paths to walk through this place. Mm. Which is really weird to me. I <laughs> bet you never expected that one. Yeah. <laughs> I told Boobs earlier I was going to get uh, choice paralysis just getting to the bottom of the stairs, trying to figure out which way to go. You could go with this, you can go with that. Like, I need to be walking on balance beam and uh, holding the walls and tables as I move through the room. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> no more! <laughs> well, just this past week. You really yeah, tore into I it. I did. I, I ripped everything apart. I ripped everything apart. It's like, uh, it was at its peak worst, right when you showed up. You yep. brought uh, some... Pleasant little 3D glasses. I want to thank you for that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, thank you. I've had those forever. And your gal tattoo really pops. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Makes it pop. Oh, yeah. Little gal plus plus. I was showing all the bolets that earlier today. That was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, you were teaching them how to uh, wrap cables and stuff. You get the the Velcro ties on. Sweet. That I mean, it lasted a whole lot longer than I was expecting. It was probably I don't know thirty five minutes. They were helping out like oh yeah, solidly. Cool. Yeah. This is how kids learn. Oh yeah. Make them do it. You have to put your hands on this now, so that you can figure it out. You'll be able to take this knowledge with you into the future. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then you're the popular guy, man, at dinner. The bullets <laughs> were both fighting over who was going to sit next to you, so they agreed you would sit between them. <laughs> Ray said the funniest thing. I was telling him, cleanliness is next to godliness, and she, cold stone, turns to me, and she says, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is total chaos. Uh, oh, yeah. She has fun making messes. Like she's just super destructo rock star kid, just tearing it up. Yeah, they keep begging me to go outside with them and make a snowman, and I'm just keep trying to explain that even if I wasn't neck deep in this studio process, like the snow is—it's so cold out there that it's all ice now. So there's no way to roll a snowman; it's yeah. just gonna crumble into powder, you know. Do you want to build a snowman? No man like the snowman, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you took a picture of them with some snowmen at the Bitcoin meetup. I did. Last night. Yeah, while you were doing homegrown hits, I went to the KC Bitcoin meetup and... Uh, so that put them in the snowman mood. They had two of them at Chicklin and Pickle. They had made two snowmen outside, so... Yeah. Now they're thinking snowmen all the time. But yeah, I was hanging out with them for a good chunk of today. It was, <laughs> we had turned on podcasting 2.0 to check it out, but truth be told, I was having more fun just hanging out watching them. Hell yeah. <laughs> They're fascinating. Background fucking nonsense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had a good pitch for a uh, pitch for product, product pitch. Try my AI. Good AI try. Yeah, um, and there was one point where I wanted them lapeled so bad because they were talking about having a million dollars. I can't remember who said what. But they're like, "Oh, I have a million dollars. That means nothing or something uh, to that yeah. effect." <laughs> I think it was Asina. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Zing. Uh, Based. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a riot, man. Yeah, and they're always involved, which is nice. Uh, we I, I got to meet them in Nashville at the Valentine's Day meetup, but we didn't get too much time to hang out. Um, so it's 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 a lot of fun being yeah. able to get to know. And they're older now, too, so uh, they're a little bit more immersed in reality. Nice. <laughs> Slightly. But, Asina, before you came to town... I said, you know, Booberry's coming tomorrow night. And Asina goes, is that the guy that wrapped me up in a burrito? I said, no, that's his co-host, Lavish. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lavish. Lavish of Behind the Schemes. <laughs> Bully Steve, the Bolets love board games. Definitely. Uh, and they play a bunch with Pop. Thank goodness to balance out all the screen time up there. Pop. That is something I was going to comment on. I have, unless y'all were hanging out watching stuff earlier today, I hadn't seen them hanging out with any screens. It was no. 
It was a little surreal. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the comments when folks we've met through the Value for Value community <laughs> come through town. They're like, wow, your kids entertain themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've never given them a screen. Like, I turn on the TV upstairs to put uh, some Demu on right. in the background, and that's it. They just see the album art and hear the music. The rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> they always ask for the rock and roll. Rock and roll, yeah. Rock and that and means roll. death or rock and roll. There can only be one rock and roll, <laughs> and it's Pete Lee. <laughs> yeah, if it's not Pete Lee, they're like, this isn't rock and roll. That's right. Good stuff. Yep, they've got a good taste in music now. Uh, we have some callers who might have good taste in voicemails, but you never know until you find out. Oh, I like to find out. Do you like to take a risk? Always. A little risky uh, voicemail incoming. Oh, man. Oh, man. Friday, Friday, Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Ayo. Yeah. Actually, I remembered to uh, call in on the bowl of bugs. Amazing. Uh, anywho. Morgan, Spencer, Blueberry Mothman, Apocalyptic Spare Bedroom. Christopher Battles. How are you guys? Doing pretty great. Great. Excellent, excellent. Over uh, watching the nephews and nieces and whatever. And uh, so the parents could could go away. So I got off work and came over. Came over here. So anywho. But they're all sleeping or quiet time and whatnot up, up, in, up in the rooms. So we're in the spare bedroom being quiet. Furfur doesn't wake him up. Uh, anywho, Mr. Booberry. Oh, there's a work stuff going on. Yeah, you shared some about that recently. So that that can be the question for uh, for for from me to you. So anywho, appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, anywho, all right. Love you guys. Stay dangerous. And uh, whether or not your uh, new phone with its phone case. Well, new to me, new phone with a phone case makes it so like fancy. Every time I say those words, it just kind of like teeters out or it's the phone itself. I don't know. But no matter what, if you're living, go ahead and give a hearty. The work stuff's going pretty good, man. Uh, I'm back with a production company that I've been working on again, off again for a couple of years. Um, picking up other work as an overtime repair technician at another shop, working on moving lights um, and some other variety type shit. So basically, I'm just trying to keep my calendar filled out until the shows start picking back up. Uh, come spring, especially summer, it's going to be back to back to back to back to back to back. Uh, probably by the next time you see me in Nashville, I will be much darker in complexity. Or uh, <laughs> that's hot. You'll really be blueberry black man then. I'll have a I'll have a kick ass tan, is what I'm trying to say. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. Will you be baked like a cake? Probably. Allegedly, legend has it. Uh, yeah. Um, Never a bad time to uh, get baked like a cake. Should do a J. Oh, man. Mind if I do a J? <laughs> it's, it's a good Whoa. time. I think it's J o'clock. That's what I think. 
Uh, wouldn't be the bowl without it, you know? Roll, really? roll one for the bowl one. Yeah, thanks for the ring, Christopher Battles. He's always good at keeping tabs and checking in, being on the regular. Mm-hmm. Calling that 816-607-3663. All the damn time. All the damn time. So, you're hanging out for a few additional days here. This is accurate. We are going to... So, I had, like, pie-in-the-high dreams for doing some kind of a meetup at a karaoke bar, and I just had... I didn't, like, pull the trigger on venue and time and pricing and bullshit, right? So, like, I'm still open for whatever, but I just don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know if we just, like, rogue go to one karaoke Um, bar or if we do something completely different. I also know that you were talking about potentially jamming out some stuff. Like, we could just do creative shit here. I think for tomorrow during the day, should really nose the grindstone through a good chunk of this. Definitely, yeah. And then from there, I mean, it'll probably be time to get fucked up somewhere, whether it's here. Um, There is the spot that I would like to check out that you took Cotton Gin and Lavish to last time. Um, Ah, the Green Lady Lounge? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, you definitely need to do the Green Lady Lounge. Maybe we can do that tomorrow night. And then, uh, and then I'll just text uh, the. There's a signal group for Casey Bitcoiners or Casey Bitcoiners, the for, NA meetup, for the NA meetup people, and I'll just say, hey, we were meeting with Booberry down at the Green Lady Lounge. If anybody can make it, I might send that first thing in the morning, or I might send it tonight. I don't know. Um, Do we have like a time to aim for? Maybe like eight or something? Nine, eight? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's earlier. I don't care. I wonder what's going uh, on down there. Let's find that out. Yeah, let's do that first. Second, I don't know if the girls have class in the morning, but I know oh, I gotta yeah. bring them all up to Pop's house. So that's right. They do have class. It's fine. I can do that by myself if you need me to. What um, do you think about that? We could also all roll up. Yeah, I and, know Pop would like to meet. Just you. get lunch <laughs> together or something, and then come back down here. Pick Grind, grindstone till nine. Sure. I would say on the way back, maybe picking up some totes or something on the way back. Oh, yeah, Good definitely. Thinking. Yeah, Get some organizational shit going. Yeah. My my dad might even have some that uh, mm. he could lend us or give us or something. I will say if it is a consistent set, it would probably stack pretty easy. Right. They had some cheap shit at Costco Yeah, that was like that. I want one for costumes. I need one for 3D print filament. I don't know. What else would you say these random categories are? There's like office bullshit. I threw away probably two dozen highlighters because I never use highlighters <laughs> and I have fuckloads of highlighters. I do not ever highlight anything, ever. The only things I highlight are in screen caps. Mm. Which you don't really need the highlighter for. I will say, once y'all get the lighting sussed out, you get a little more blue light going in here. Mm. The highlight's going to the highlighters are going to be crucial because that uh, blue light will make them just <laughs> actually, I've got a crazy photo. I found a uh, highlighter pens, not the felt tip markers, but an actual like writing pen. So I, I wrote so many fucking old school, uh, BTS notes before this is before lavish had came on. Yeah. We were talking about trying to do two styles of shows every week. And, uh, all those notes I wrote in this pen that you can't read it 
really without a blue light. Oh, like a <laughs> invisible ink almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the Chuck E. Cheese stamp. I probably got a photo here somewhere. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, the old Chuck E. Cheese stamp. I had one of those mystery code pins with a black light on the tip of it that wrote in invisible ink when I was a kid. That was the coolest shit ever. I will drop this into the bowl, I think. Can I do that? Do I have the ability to make that happen? I think I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. We have the technology. So this is the <laughs> super secret notes written in a highlighter. Highlighter pen. Whoa. That pops, dude. Whoa. Yeah, I can be talked into this. This reminds me of like gel pens. Remember when gel pens were everything? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember. I, I like remember. the big, bold 33 at the bottom. And everybody was buying that black paper and doing gel pens with the black sheets. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the idea for this one was doing these, like, themed seasons where there would be an overarching topic in all of the literature and movies that were consumed and kind of discussed, and it would all be sort of centered around these ideas, and... um. For this one, I, I think the argument was like finding examples of the four horsemen of the apocalypse and sort of conspiracy-related um, media, whether it be movies or books or whatever. So for the first like episode, it was 1984. Episode two is part two. Um, Three, four, and five as we explore literature and pop culture themes, uh, dueling them against reality. And this is all sort of under the guise of conquest. And then episode six through nine transitions into war. Um, again, more books like uh, Don Dare Call It a Conspiracy, The Art of War, um, Famine, Death. It kind of goes from there. And... Um, yeah, that was that was sort of the intention is that everything in this sort of 15 episode arc would all be directed towards that one topic. And there was all sorts of questions that um I mean shit like big brother censorship propaganda, manufactured consent, globalism, weaponized media, transhumanism, cancel culture, virtual signal signal and just try, trying to find all these different examples of stuff. And, um, I mean, there's like four fucking pages of questions and notes. I'll I'll drop some of these in there. Um, granted this never made it all that far. (laughs) (laughs) But it looks really, it looks really pretty. There's still time. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's. That's what I would... This is a use case for highlighter pins. Long story short. That's killer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's enough to push me over the hump. I think that anything that I can say, yeah, fuck this and get it out of here is a good thing. You said said extreme prejudice at the beginning. And I meant that. And I think that uh, I've got to keep it taken to heart. But you'll never get my bowling pin picture of all of us. Absolutely not. Passing it to boobs. I look at that thing all the time, man. I saw Ray walking around with this earlier. I didn't get a chance to check it out. I love this enamel picture frame. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a random find of mine. <laughs> look at all those sexy fucks. 
This is a picture of us hanging out at the bowling alley, not on the army base and deep in Uranus, Missouri. I'm seeing net net, the good Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer weirdo Tunta mouse bear make heroism, Maricade ultra Nam, the no agenda millennial lavish circus media, Spencer, Lorian, myself. I had my hand tucked into the jacket, but you can't see it. Nice. I, I've I've made that. I'm trying to make that a thing now. I'm just always tucking my hand. In there. <laughs> I was gonna say I caught that in your Chris Vox photo. Just always reach for the Glock. <laughs> uh, ever since Alex from Control Pew came on Bowls with Buds uh, and told me about the Glong, I've been really wanting to 3D print a Glong out. What'd you call me? <laughs> the long Glong, but it's gonna take nearly four days of. Straight printing. Oof. Plus like I, seven hours of gay printing. I think moving the 3D printer into the garage would be good just because I know I had to fuck with my noise gate on Homegrown Hits the other day mm. and it was further away than it is now. Granted, I realize this isn't a permanent spot for it. Yeah. But I think it would be nice to have the printer running most of the time. Sure. So that we're mm. just constantly cranking stuff out. I think you're right about that. Or even maybe if there Uh, was space in one of these uh, other rooms back here. Oh, in one of the hidden rooms. That's not a bad idea either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good thinking. Because the garage is a bit taxed. Well, I just just wonder with like cold and stuff like that, if that's a factor for the prints. It stays pretty good and heated up inside of that enclosure. Okay. And, like, the bed stays hot, too. Like, the bed is set to whatever you want. I usually print it, like, 60 to 65 degrees Celsius on the bed. So, like, if the print was too cold, I'd just heat it up a little bit more, you know? I think right. that's fine. Um, But that being said, I think that probably back in one of these back rooms would be better slightly than the garage. If only just it wouldn't be as long to run USB cameras, too. So this is another thing that I'm trying to think about practically. And I don't know how much uh, thought we can even do with this until we break it all out. But I did get a security system with uh, Ethernet cameras. And there's six of them. Mm-hmm. And there's space for two more hardwired plus four more Wi-Fis if I, like, get expansions. Uh, Have you tried those ran into OBS yet? I haven't tried it yet, no. And they no. arrived yesterday, I think. My... Uh, Suspicion though is that like the DVR would be what I select as an input um, over there because they're all going to run to a DVR and then the DVR can go out HDMI or it can go out uh, by network too. I think looking long term, that might it would definitely have its uses, but I think you would probably benefit better from finding NDI cameras where you can drop in a networked camera Mm. and then that shows up as an input without having to send in HDMI to USB without Mm. having to have a bunch of, you know, capture cards, right? Sure. You're just adding delay and, and loss of quality and shit every time you switch it around. Uh, yeah. I mean the, the network, it's pretty much, uh, straight to the main vein, you know? Right. So, and you, you got the network switch over there. Um, we did, oh, that, that felt good. We dropped in this big dick 24 fucking port switch. Yes. 
from Ooh. Pfeiffer. Shout out Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Sending in value for value in the form of an internet switch, an ethernet switch with 24 motherfucking ports. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And I'll try to use them all. I'll fucking do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the, the NDI, they make converters where you can do an HD, uh, HDMI camera or, you know, like a straight network thing. Um, now, maybe, these are called NDI, you said? Yeah. It's like a poke me NDI? Yes. It's a type of protocol. Um, I know Skype will actually, I think there's a plugin that you can download for Skype and it will take webcam calls from the other party and treat them like a camera input oh. for OBS. That's pretty sick. So, and they should have cameras that have the NDI built in, uh, but there's also dongles that you can get that will do HDMI to NDI. Uh, conversion. Oh, got it. So that's actually shit. Let me um, let me see if I can pull up the quote that Lightbright and I have been working on. I got a couple a couple of quotes in the works here. Um, I love that zoom to uh, pan shit. Updated estimate. So this is part of the video package that I'm working on with Lightbright, so that I can do a traveling. Uh, video stream set up with three cameras. Sorry. Um, Don't take a picture of my butt. Yeah. Give it time. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Uh, I'm just kidding. Of course you can take pictures of my butt. Wait, what the fuck? Oh, sorry. There we go. So this is the quotes of the gear that we've been looking at. Got it. We got some EtherCon. This uh, is a T for trillion, huh? <coughs> Spending the big bucks. Oh, yeah, I'm loaded. <laughs> <laughs> so the top one is just uh, 200 foot runs of EtherCon. It's like an XLR cable, but it's got Ethernet inside sure, of it instead. Okay. Cat 5, yeah. Um,. Got the coupler that will take it from the the barrel connector down to a regular Cat Five. Um, that Magwell uh, Magewell Pro convert NDI to HDMI. That's the thing that you're going to want to look up. Okay, that's the one that you can take an HDMI camera and plug it into this box, and it will give you a network camera. Um, and then from there. You, it's just a matter of getting OBS set up in a way you can just fucking toggle between all of your different scenes. So you got a stream going. It's like, oh, now it's a, a 3D printer action time, or now it's fucking action time, or now it's fucking, you know, a live concert. You've got all these presets going. Yeah. And just boom, boom, boom. That's exactly what I want to do. And the other thing, too, is that with HDMI, not that you're going to have to worry about it in this room, but it, does drop out at 300 feet. Probably 250 is like, you don't really want to necessarily be fucking around. Sure. Se. It's a little fuzzy and then it, yeah, but 300 is a pretty hard cutoff. Got it. I yeah. That's 300 be, feet. Let me, let me confirm that. Um, that sounds right though. Um, what else do we got? Uh, da, 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 da. So I currently have five, uh, five of these USB webcam things which all could easily just go into a hub that goes into uh, OBS. 
Oh, yeah. That and could work. This I already run on uh, teaching. But I don't know. Like there's uh it's it's tough because I start dreaming and then I get a little bit delusional and start to go out of scope, you know. One of the best things that someone ever made me sit down and do, because he came up and he said, Booberry, you suck at loadout. Your times are way too off. You're holding everybody up. Yeah. What are you going to do to fix it? I panicked, went outside. I was probably 21 still at this point. Nice. A baby. And, uh, like panic smoked four cigarettes and then went up and I was like, okay, help me draw this out. Help me do a motherfucking football play on this bitch mm. and draw out all of our trusses. We're going to draw out each of the locals where I tell them to stand specifically stand here at this corner, page the cable from this guy to that guy into the case, like, and just rinse, wash and repeat for a lot of it. But I mean like taking, and that's one thing that I'm hoping to do. We're going to be <laughs> also on the docket on Monday, the three of us are going to get on a call with Void Zero. And that's uh, right. Yeah. We're Looking going, forward to that. We're going to have a conversation with him about potential infrastructure uh, moves and setups. And pretty much what I hit him up with is that I feel like we've got all of these really bitching parts to a hot rod. Yes. But they're just sitting in a giant pile yep in the fucking garage mm -hmm. and surely like there's a way that we can sort of tighten it up yeah that's exactly you know what, what definitely that's exactly what caused me to call you in the first place man well that and having my schedule switched around a little bit mm -hmm. just having this wide window where i was like all right before this date can you come like a couple of days and just give me advice on the space you know i just wanted to you to see it because i know you've never really seen it fully and then just be like, hey, can you help? <laughs> it's like, I feel like all of this fun shit around here, it can all be put to really great use and really entertaining use. And I'm going to start actually entertaining, uh, especially when people come to town and stuff. Like, down here should be functionally fun. We just have to deploy the toys. That was my fucking realization. Deploy the toys. And I think the other thing that's going to help a lot is just, and this is the... Uh, conversation that Makey and I had been having is how do we find venues to start doing these live shows and yeah. do a string of fucking spots back to back to back. And, you know, at this point, like this would be one hell of a making of a house party. Like, Oh yeah. You know, it's just getting the inertia going to making the shows happen. Mm. finding bands that would be down for traveling for totally, you know, even if it is like a four day stint somewhere, um, we should see what the hoot and hollers are up to. If they do something like that. Yeah. Get them on boarded. I gotta find those guys. Think about it. <laughs> they do like, uh, Ozark hillbilly punk. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. It's a really great. cool band. They were like the flagship band of the, Music venue I used to run back in the day in Columbia. Used well, to manage. One of the house bands. It's probably not accurate to say run, but I did have to find everybody to play and all that <laughs> kind of shit, you know. Hire, train, 
get blamed for everything that went wrong. But, you know, <laughs> not in any financial way did I run the place. Thank God. <laughs> Holy fuck, that place. That place, uh, you would have loved it, Boobery. It had, like, a bunch of fucking books on the wall. It was formerly in New Orleans, on the French Quarter, like, right behind that big-ass cathedral down there, on Pirate's Alley. And then in 2005... Hurricane Katrina came through and ripped the roof off, and then Hurricane Rita came through and filled the fucking thing with water, and it collapsed. And so they were out of a venue, and one of the three owners had folks in Columbia, Missouri. So so it was in 2005, before my time, that they moved from New Orleans up to Columbia. And then uh, from there, that was where I used to drink when I first got into town. I was like an underage college kid, you know? There in the pizza place where you could get away with it on the patio. But uh, they had, by the time I was actually managing the place, they were down to no cash register. They just had the fucking old drawer out of an old cash register that had stopped working. And so just the open drawer would sit on the bar. And every night when you're running the numbers, you'd basically count the money in the drawer and then reverse your total. Because there was no such thing as inventory either. There was just nothing. So you just have to make a good faith effort that, like, yeah, everything in this open till that's on the bar all night is legit. Yeah, at least, you know, there's some money in there. There was money every time. The tabs down More than we started with, even. There was never less than we started with. But I did get hot one time because uh, a couple blocks down at this pizza place, I was at the bar in there, and I overheard somebody talking about, yeah, there's this bar down the street. You can, like, reach over the bar and take 20s out of the drawer and buy drinks with it. And I was like, I'll fucking stab you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that upset me. It was a sad ending That's for when, a great bar. Yeah. Uh, it shut down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah, can't survive was, like that. Unsustainable, man. <laughs> they also had too friendly of a like inner circle there that they would always like stay out, st- stay in the bar after hours, doing all kinds of shit. Well, just the tabs, like I mentioned, there were Rubbermaid tubs filled with tens of thousands of dollars of tabs from like the old bartenders. Yeah. Because there was a change of hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, it was a real bummer. But I found that bar because when I toured Mizzou, uh, I was reading the upcoming acts on the window and Amanda Palmer played there during her jam tour. So I was like, oh, this is my place. This is going to be my bar. It was a sick little hipster. I don't know if I'm Amanda Palmer. Trash hole. Uh, Dresden Dolls. She's a pianist and okay. vocalist. She was married to Neil Gaiman for a spell. Oh, all right. So, yeah. Red alert. Red alert. <laughs> 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 oh man speaking of red alerts you want to hear another voicemail hell yeah this is a crazy day here today it's a crazy day in the neighborhood um, a half hour drive uh, on the way home took an hour and 20 minutes oh yeah um, yeah yeah I might have been uh, fuck that might have been wearing a little just one of those things part uh, on the way home yeah um <laughs> it sucks and then it's all melting now it's like getting up to 40 degrees and it's like raining out 
There's a tree down in my backyard leaning against the power line. The power's not out, but it's leaning against this pine tree. Just a matter of time. In the one corner, it already had a little bit of a, what they call a Detroit lean. If you don't know what a Detroit lean is, it's when you ride, uh, you're basically riding over the uh, armrest or center console, whatever the hell. You're basically leaning to the uh, right in your car. Okay. uh, Bad for your back. Just saying. I'm happy now because uh, my friends uh, are podcasting. Uh, they have a friend in from out of town. Oh, and hello there. Red alert. I love that. <laughs> um, Only that, like, handful of times. Maybe has a story <laughs> from his travels. By the time you get to my voicemail, you might already told one. So if he did, that's good enough. But mm. love you guys. Oh, we love you. NetNed requires from you, Booberry, a story uh, from your travels. Oh, sure. It's just one of those days. Give me something to break. I hope you know I pack a chainsaw. It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. Right now, I'm dangerous. <laughs> that guy's probably a dancer. <laughs> um, uh story from travels this week or just in general Uh, you know he didn't specify so i think that it kind of widens open the possibilities there uh there was a punk bar in fort uh fort wayne indiana called the brass rail and we had went out there my first tour disney on ice and it was terrible punk band night (laughs) <laughs> and the whole gist was you would buy solo cups, stacks of solo cups to throw at the bar. Oh, my God. Or, I'm sorry, to throw at the band. I was going to say, <laughs> I would be throwing motherfuckers out left and right, dude. And the the idea was whatever band ended up with the most cups on stage won that night. Ah. And you can still find some videos of this band. I don't know if it was that night in particular. It's like a white trash way to boost it was fucking, <laughs> oh, dude, this is like, this is just the beginning of the night. Oh, it boy. was, there was one band I lost my shit over called The Nefarious Deeds of Dr. Beak. I still have one of their buttons on that, uh, my first jacket. Nice. And, um, you know, they all came out in this, like, Black Plague-themed band. It was very, uh, like, sort of goth poppy synth. And uh, it was just a great time. I ended up getting hammered and uh, getting egged on by some of the crew. It was the assistant props and this uh, one of the lighting guys. They just kept pushing me to like talk to as many people as I could. And they ended up telling, uh, hopping on stage and like telling people it was. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Let me back up here. Back it on up, up, up. They had convinced me it would be a good idea to stand up on that stage and take a punch to the dick by this dude mm. and they were going to like I'm pay the guy already and the guy wanted to he he didn't want to like actually punch me so I said like I'll just fucking go with it and um this guy pulled his punch and I rolled into it and like walked off the back of the stage and fell into a trash can. Passed down. They pulled me out of this trash can and threw my arms up. Said it was my birthday. I was like, 
That's not my birthday. Standing inside later, there was a. I was standing in line to take a piss, and there was two women standing there like, hey, we saw you get punched in the dick outside. I was like, yeah. And they were like, we heard it's your birthday. I was like... <laughs> it's still swollen. Yeah. <laughs> Which, both of those things were not true, because like the guy, you know... Never correct the rumors, my friend. That's my advice. Never correct the rumors, because what's the fucking point? Uh, but yeah, they uh, both invited me, and that was the first time trying anything outside of beer or weed at the bar and uh, in the bathroom. Nice. <laughs> I freaked out, because uh, Disney on Ice at the time uh, was pretty consistent with drug tests and stuff, and like I was losing my shit. And, uh, it, was, it was a good time. Brass Rail, check it out. Fort Wayne, Indiana. We've got a brass rail here, but it's just like a standard kind of pool hall. Yeah. I mean, there's a shitload of pool tables. It's not just any old pool hall, but that's funny. That that's like a venue out there. Brass Rail. It's a theme. It makes nothing but sense. It's an archetype that they're calling upon. Right. See, at the at the Fugue, we had this rule where if it was during business hours, you would, ha- you would uh, be required to go like all the way behind the bar where no one could see to do your cocaine. Mm. Yeah, you couldn't is- just do it out like on the tables at the bar until after we were closed. That makes sense. Yeah. We had like, you know, some sane boundaries in place. Yeah, you don't want to be too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's just a, you know, no flexing. Yeah. That's yeah. why his body fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> we put it back together again, though. Ain't no Humpty Dumpty around here, man. Tell you what. Can reassemble it like Legos. I can reassemble another voicemail. Oh, we can build them back better. I don't know. I think the collar's been banned from MTV. I do cocaine! Did you get much of that? Oh, man. I'm just a rock and roll clown. Let me try one more time. It's only 12 seconds. Got him banned off of MTV. Got him banned off of MTV. To the jumpsuit. And in the bowl. I got that one. The uh, Google best guess is Adventures of Something Just Got Me Banned Off of at TV. If you can see the truck. Temperature. <laughs> Current temperature is seven degrees and clear in FEMA Region 7 here, by the way. For those of you following along live at home. It's cold as fuck is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and it's only getting colder. Don't be afraid to lean in. Pretty lean, toasty in the bowl, though. Lean in past that gate. Oh, yeah, get in there past that gate. I got to. I know. Yeah. I keep fucking it up. <laughs> Making these cute little sounds no one can hear. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Uh, That's an amazing story, man. That's, That's cool as fuck. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Here, I'll I'll try my best to fill in the gaps. 
Okay. Oh, it's, oh, it's the recycle bin. You can't. Fuck. <laughs> That's what's been dicking me over. What? Wow. What's the what, recycle bin? Uh, some for some reason, ISOs inside of the recycle bin are showing up in everything, which is unattainable. Oh no! You gotta empty that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Are you going to drop a freestyle of that shit now? What the fuck? I just I would just want to make sure it works. I'm a supporter of human beings. beings. Making dope beats. What the woot? Oh, brother. None of this is good. At this point, I probably could get some like consistent beats out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably the homegrown hits, uh, laughs, and uh oh. <laughs> yeah, just floating it out there. End of show mix, more like perpetuate shows mixes. I haven't, I haven't done any sort of like mixes like that, except maybe abs. Hmm. I feel like we owe Nick the Rat a sewer stinger. Oh yeah. Uh, advertisement on the sewer network by now. Definitely. We should do something like that. And we also owe Void Zero some uh, stingers. Maybe we can bring him a couple of stingers. For Monday? For Monday when we sit down with him. Oh, we'll just be like, oh yeah. yeah, by the way, here's a few NA stream stingers for you. Take these. Because he did ask us that when he came on Bowls of Buds last time. He was yeah. like, send me some stingers. I know. Uh, you worthless stoners. Abel and Cold Acid were talking about getting some stingers as well. Stephen B, I mean, there's a certainly a <laughs> people are in need of stingers. Yeah, you got to get stung. We got stung with one more voicemail so far. You want to get stung? Oh, yeah. Here's a sting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, didn't, I couldn't make that. Caller loves being a bird. Let's try oh. one more time. I love being born. I love being born. I tainted it when I said that. <laughs> I love being born. Burned? Born. Oh, born. fuck. Birth me again. Coming out of that birth canal, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Rebirth. You're trying to fuck with us. Wonderful. Thank you, caller. The Google transcription best guess for that one. By the way, it came in at 11.33. Good work. Nice. Uh, it just says movies. Oh, nice. It was supposed to be bulls with buds, but I like bulls with birds. <laughs> Bird from, gang. From the source tune to in the chat. These, these bulls are for the birds. It's actually uh, technically... Bulls and buds and bulls and bulls. Yeah. Cabbage paps set us straight. Oh. So, okay. Let me try to get this unfogged in my brain. So tomorrow is for running up north, then getting totes and lunch. Busting this out until it's time to party. Yeah. Yeah. 
tomorrow is and the party don't stop till 2 a.m. over at the Green Lady. Oh, oh tomorrow shit. night. So yeah, sick. Okay, and what is it like? Five bucks to get in that place usually. Something like that. Or if you go earlier, do you I got even, cash. Yeah. Not even worried about it. Uh, other than technicalities. And then Sunday. 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 Sunday would probably be the day to vidya it up and try to get that kind of thing rocking. The what? Videos. Cameras. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking. Yep. And then... But we'll probably do some of that Saturday, too. But Monday, you get the call with Floyd. You got before and behind the schemage. Yeah. Absolutely. And it'll be starting at 8.30 Central. Sharp! 8.30 Central. Got him. Uh, I'm going to have a special guest for before the schemes. I'm very excited. Oh, Woo! shit. I'm bringing a savage Demu DJ. She's got big boobs, doesn't she? Yeah! I knew it! <laughs> In the flash. I can't. There we go. It's so fleshy. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, Dame DeLorean and I are going to be spinning some tunes. Hell yeah. Uh, kicking this off for the pre-show. I'll deem you all the time. Oh, it's going to be fucking lit. <laughs> she wasn't wearing anything! Oh, man! Oh, wow. And then... Uh, I guess you're going to be scooting back the next morning or what? What's the, that's the plan. I'm not sure what time. Hopefully okay. the roads are travelable, travelable. I feel like they should be at this point. Wouldn't that be the worst if you like had to stay another night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. That'd be so lame. I would have to call out of work. I would have to, yeah. Would that's have to not do what that. we want to do. Calling out of work is, I mean, sometimes necessary, but you don't want to like, you know, overdo it. Can't make a habit out of it. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, we'll have to play by ear and see and um, all that jazz. We shall see. That's not like a fucking full itinerary, though, man. Speaking of full itineraries, yes. I uh, am not going to go Bemrose, but something very similar. Uh oh. <laughs> Bem Tulip. Pounding yingling, I can't hold it. <laughs> Bim, uh, Bim, Iris. He's flying to the lamp. He is flying. He's flapping off to the lamp. Hey, there's one. Does he know there's a John he down knows. here? He knows. Oh, okay. He's sneaking all the way. I off. told you he's flying to the lamp. He's lamping it up. Yep. Lamping it. That's crazy. So do you have any special plans for this behind the, before the schemes, before the behind? I've got some tracks I want to bring. And you're going, uh, did I hear a correct rumor that that thing went fully deem you? You did indeed hear that rumor and it was correct. <laughs> <laughs> I stuttered, but it it's true. I like being able to um, actually look at you while you talk because we don't usually do this. Oh, it's like. Even though we always record in the same room, we're usually back to back. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't see each other usually like true podcasters, but now we can make loving eye contact as yeah. we speak. And people might even hear it. So we heard it first on Bowl After Bowl, actually, that before the schemes was going. That's right. Bowl DMU, when we asked bowlers to call in about their New Year resolutions. The Moth's Resolution. 
And then the moth called in a home, or no, he texted into homegrown hits with a picture of his resolution, which was none other than the beautiful catalog Mary Kate Ultra and Make Heroism have put together over at homegrownhits.xyz, which features exclusively self-hosted music. That's what DMU is. Decentralized music. Decentralized music. You know what that means? The way God intended. Yeah. The musician is in full control, thanks to the RSS feed, which they make. Yeah, that was kind of the uh, point of the original vision, I suppose. When uh, Abel Kirby asked me to do the album, it was like, okay, we can go our own way and be in charge of everything about how this works. We don't have to sign up. (laughs) We can just execute an idea and we can decide what's fair and who deserves what. And you and Abel put a lot of extras into it too, since you knew you were trying to lay out the groundwork for musicians uploading their self-hosting their art on an RSS feed, like the lyrics in an SRT file Yep. Having artists credited, even though they don't have a split because they took upfront fiat payment. Yep. Yeah, that's another interesting thing about publishing music or doing value for value podcasting or however you want to interact with this thing is there's person, <clears throat> excuse me, there's person tags and there's splits. So you could have somebody be a, va- uh, you know, have somebody getting all of the value or a percentage of the value forever and ever amen or you can just credit them with being present and yeah you're right some of the artists at the time were either they didn't have nodes or they weren't as interested in ever running lightning and so he just did a one-time payment with them the person tags are awesome because you can credit everyone's role yeah so in a band you can list all their instruments or whatever somewhere in here are lyrics to a song Oh, fuck. All right. You're going to make me song. I don't know if you have a tape measure, but I'm going to guess this is probably three quarters of an inch, maybe half an inch of sticky notes stacked. And this is all of the, I'm going to go half inch. I do have a tape measure. We can find out. That was remarkably quick. (laughs) Yeah, this is a new trick. Are we doing a measure of? Let's go. Here's my fucking tape measure. (laughs) Now Um, we know where things are. Price is right, rules I lose. <laughs> oh, you went over? Yeah, just a little bit, but it is it is over. But yeah, it's damn near half an inch thick. Of this is all the old sticky notes from uh, from episodes past of uh, show titles and chapter titles and phrases that pay and um. What, whatever that poetry is at the beginning of each episode descriptor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, we got that. Damn, you planned that all out? I thought you just, wham, stream of consciousness did. Uh, you know, column A, column B, all that jazz. That is how I like my notes, though. Here's that for you back. Old and sticky. Oh, wow, that's some sticky notes. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep coming back to that image of Shinji. I can't get it out of my head. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, man, there's not enough pixels in the world to cover that up. Tell you what. Tell you what. 
Oh my goodness. Tell you what. Feels oh, good. What did I miss on Sunday? The Jackbox games situation. Yeah, hyperspace out. So it would be fun to maybe test the Oh yeah. Streaming situation while we're just fucking around playing games too. Yep. What do you think about that? That'd be a good use case. Because then I could add uh, the screen to the, you know, I could add the whatever. <laughs> what do they call it? Cosme. Shit. We had the Cosme in uh, as yeah. one of the things and then. Yeah, bro. Oh, to the own owncast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can stream all that out. Um, I remember when, actually, it's funny. I, I mentioned that it was the fade out of the. MK's last uh, episode when you first arrived here today or last night whatever it technically was today it was very much yeah. today <laughs> that's right <laughs> it was the 12th there's no technicality about when it you ran, when you rolled in <laughs> uh, anyway I remember they they said that uh, they were flirting with getting feeded up and boostable and I know that there are a few accounts associated with the uh they, with the hyperspace out but there is a hyperspace out audio feed or uh, uh rss feed i should say yeah that's what i thought that's what i thought so if i don't know also uh if i can do multiple streams on the own cast or if i could give them one that they could point to and stream to like that would be pretty sick yeah, that'd be awesome. Just have a separate little spin-off cuz if I already have one server running and it can do both then something I'm going to look into. Just spitballing, man. This was well, a good episode that's, of spitball. that's kind of the thing. Owncast is going to just send out that one link. It's the RSS feeds that are referencing that link, so I don't I don't really foresee it being this Oh, you're limited to one place to stream or two places to stream. Sure. I'm just saying, like, uh, it would be cool if they had an endpoint they could stream and it could or could not be at the same time I'm streaming a bull after bull thing. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, like multiple inputs. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know if uh, it would take a second thing or if we could just. I can also just do the streams then. But I don't know. We're, we're fucking spitballing. Spitballing live. Uh, we did get some live boosts that I should mention. I finally got the test working in CurioCaster, and I think it wasn't showing up in Fountain and Podverse at first live because uh, and my date fucked up. You know about that. Oh. My end time was still 2023, I think, on this episode. So uh-huh. I changed that, and I did see a Fountain boost from Tunta for 555. Woo. Thanks, Tunta. Uh, which says... Dystostian jam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like dystopian jam. That sounds like uh, most of our Sunday will be a dystostian jam. Ooh, shit. Oh, my God. dance and move your legs around holy shit i didn't even know i had that fuck now you got it oh my god absolutely leveled up we're in super mushroom mode now oh shit uh 7777 came in from harv hat from podverse 
So I think that uh, our notification went out when oh, I fixed shit. the feed. All right. Amazing what uh, can happen when you fix the feed. This okay. is also sometime this year I have to just get to where there's just a tool in an interface I'm using to do the feed shit, you know? Mm. Cause it's just, it's not even necessarily about saving time or being easier in that it, it's just uh, a little more rigid and less typo prone. Well, that, and you're having to upload to Podbean still. Yeah. Yeah. I got to cut all that out too. That's, and that's the same issue that it's not an issue, but that's the same, um, making this, Doing the step twice, basically. Yes. I do a lot of things at least twice. And I have a lot of two of things that I don't use. You've seen my madness now. You're intimately familiar with my fucking mental problems. I got two, three hole punches earlier. <laughs> I don't, I think the last time I fucking three hole punched anything, I was a senior in high school. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Sounds about right for me, too. But I didn't even know we had a three-hole punch. Two three-hole punchers. And what did I do? I put one of them in the giveaway bag. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for. Because you might need the other one, I guess. I don't know. You know, a tool is a tool. It's just yeah. all about finding that right time for it. Yeah. <laughs> three-hole punch man. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Three-hole punch slam! And th- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> Clean holes. Three of them in a row. Uh, we also got a boost from Bowley Steed. Boost Steed. A binary boost 10101 sats from Podverse. Woo! Podverse.fm. Thank, thank you, Bowley. Yes, thank you. She says, thank you, Mothman. Mothman's all capped out. And then she says, we believe in you. Oh, thank you, Bowley Steed. Hell yeah. I believe she's going to be out there in Nashville. Is this mm-hmm. accurate? Oh my God. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, hope so. appearing assy. That's the oh, uh, shit. best thing I've heard all day. Oh my God, yes. And yeah. I've heard a lot of good things today. You know, this is, this is just something I'm going to throw out there. Uh, take it for what it's will, uh, for, for what you will. But depending on these shows that we were discussing at the top of the episode if it happens at the bitcoin conference you know this is a chance to be the crew for a show Mm -hmm. i feel like and if it goes well we might as well just like quit our jobs and stay out there right (laughs) i I mean we can take it as far as you know being uh um there to assist with audio as needed sure we have the lighting video operators a switcher you know, if there's people that want to sling merch, if, if and you know, honestly, I I don't know how that's going to work, but I think that is something that was perhaps missing from the 20th and 21st. Sure, is that there was no sats for yeah satin mm-hmm. <laughs> merch for sats is so easy to do too, man. It's so easy to do, even if you don't go through all of the, I don't know, setting up a node like you should. <laughs> <laughs> you can just download something like Breeze. Breeze runs a node on your phone, and then it has a POS built into it. So you can just punch somebody in for like 12 goy bucks, and it'll just do the sats conversion for you and have an invoice to scan. Yeah, so, but pricing things in sats is a lot of fun. I agree. 
<laughs> yeah, Abel Kirby did our uh, first Bitcoin outdoor bazaar, or whatever. Yeah, the Bitcoin block party. Bitcoin block party. I would love to see that banner that you all have made yeah. an appearance down there. Yeah, I'll bring the banner 100%. That's another thing. 100%. I was going <laughs> to. 100, 100, 10, 15%. <laughs> Bring it all and then more. Bring too much oh, fucking banner. Shit. You're going to wish you hadn't asked me to bring banner because all the <laughs> banner I'm about to bring. <laughs> uh, I was I was thinking maybe we could also figure out the bring list or at least start planning oh. it for, for Nashville because I get a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. There is a Google Doc that I was working on that's kind of a uh, dump sheet for what's... Um, I'm on there. Lavish is on there. Makey's on there. I believe Spencer uh, and Hey Citizen. Um, depending on how you're traveling in, if you have equipment that could facilitate, there's there's in addition to the concert potential concert. Um, I would say there's high hopes of getting some music recorded, whether, you know, it's a short yeah. little EP or even doing just like a live stream from the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really going to come down to just trying to maximize audio inputs yeah. and having versatility for, you know, like monitor mixes and all that sort of shit. Um, I, I had heard something about there's a drum set at the Airbnb that I'm unsure about. That's a new rumor to me. Yeah. I don't know. I'll definitely be bringing my electronic kit, though. For sure. And I think that's going to be important for the the headphones. I think we could totally get just like a little wedge monitor. Yeah. To have it output (sighs) of like the Motu, you know? I almost bought one at a thrift store the other day. It was like 80 bucks, which is low, but also... It's like <laughs> I was like, man, maybe at another time. But you won't you won't have to worry about like getting a speaker for the drum set and amps and all that shit. Yeah. We could just use virtual instruments and just have the, the one pair of speakers be the out for the people there. Yeah. You know, stream it, audio for sure, video, you know, depending on you know, I'm gonna potentially have lighting gear. So, depending on how the truck is packed, if there was lights utilized, you know, for a static wash, just to get some color in the room, you know, you don't have to do any crazy programming or anything. Sure. It's just fucking eye candy. Sets the mood, you know? Get you in the color zone. Right where you want to be. In the color zone. Um. So, yeah, there is that. There is a Telegram group going... Um, for, for the ass grab, um, ideally, I think should make an IRC chat, uh, chat room and bridge that Mm -hmm. so that the people in the, uh, IRC don't have to worry about signing up for a telegram, but yeah, I like that. Um, there's also the question of what music is there to play? I mean, that's. That's a very legitimate thing that should probably get figured out sooner than later so that the people that are showing up and would like to get involved can start practicing, you know, to some capacity. And um, that's that's kind of that. 
Yeah. That's a good brainstorm idea. These are the things that we got to think about over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just really important to remember is, and especially for myself, because I fall into this trap all the goddamn time, yes. but blink and you know it and it's there. <laughs> like it's oh, fucking end of June. Definitely. Um, so. Yeah, that's why I was like desperate to get you down here at this time because I was like, well, this is one window I have. I don't know when my next one might come. I just got to make sure I'm using all of them before they slip away. So, uh, thanks for helping me use it, Boobery. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I'm thinking is we maybe wrap this baby up and then uh, hang out for a minute in the post stream. If anybody wants to holler or say what's up, I'll open the phone line and uh, pass some clean feeds out and whatnot. And uh, we can do some kind of post-show hangage. Join us for all that noise at stream.bullafterbull.com and hop into the hop into the chat, IRC chat. Uh, join us throughout a wonderful weekend. Next up, Jackbox Games on Sunday night. But then, of course, Monday before the schemes, 8.30 Central, rolling right into behind the schemes. Uh, with the Mothman live from the bowl. And, and Spencer, you're going to be there. And we got Lavish. and That's right. I'm, I'm stoked. I love I love doing the in-person BTSs. It's a lot of fun. A new dynamic, something fresh, something different. And yeah, of course, uh, the regular Tuesday gig. You know we never miss it Tuesday. 8.30 Central is when... Excuse me, 9 p.m. Central is when we take over. The Noah Jenna stream from DH Unplugged. And uh, throughout all that madness, I intend to remain Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I will still be Dame DeLorean. And I will always be your Booberry Mothman of the Miniocalypse. Until next time, bowlers, may your bowls burn ever brighter. He has, uh, I think, 69 million subscribers. Excuse me, what? Because I will be on top of it this whole time. Oh man, I gotta, I just gotta jack off right now. The sexiest podcasters I know, Sir Spencer and DeLorean. Don't tell them we're high. Dope smoking. Puff, 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 pass. Puff, 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 pass. Puff, 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 pass. Lots of weed. Man, what am I smoking? Oh yeah, but. That sounds really good. Oh shit, yes. Oh shit, yes. Bowlafterbowl.com. Bowlafterbowl.com.